0: I never anticipated or expected a perfect marriage, but what my expectation was is that my partner would be faithful to me and actually take our vows seriously. That was my expectation. I don't want to have to eat dinner by myself. It would just be me and our toddler. And it, like, that's how I was every night. I went through the process when we went to couples therapy, tracking the time of how much time he spent with me. And it was no less than at least five hours over a span of a week, if that. If that, and that was, that's being very generous, even when I say that, and that's with him working from home, literally five steps across to his office. That was the reality that I was dealing with. And I walked away and I said, heck no, that's not what I deserve. I deserve something completely different.
1: Hello, welcome to monetizing mompreneurs podcast where I take you behind the scenes with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, moms, working professionals, and amazing people pursuing their passions and going for their dreams. And I'm your host, Linda Mendible. Ashley DeLuca is an email marketing strategist who uses conversational email marketing to help you connect and convert your subscribers into buyers. With a toddler on her hip, in the fall of 2021, she walked away from her abusive marriage and within six months, completely rebuilt her life from scratch, using her business as her foundation. Through her journey, she believes truly betting on yourself is one of the most impactful decisions you'll ever make. Ashley, welcome to the show.
0: Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so stoked to be here.
1: I'm ridiculously excited. And you know, I am also um, a domestic abuse survivor. So my first marriage, um, I did go through that. And by God's grace, I got out of that. Um, But can you take us a little bit through your story and how you got started and how you overcame
0: that battle? Oh my gosh. Well, let me tell you, it actually started way back when, back right around, actually back in 2016, I was in the process of checking all of the boxes. And as women, a lot of times we feel like we have to go through the process of um, going to college, getting the corporate job, getting married, having the house, having the kids, add a dog. I was in a phase in my life where I was working through that checklist And I remember at one point I was, I sat down with my best friend, Cece at Panera, and we were just like talking about all the things and she's, she's double the age. So I always was like, oh my gosh, this girl is always double the wisdom as well. And I was talking with her and I was like, girl, like, I just, I don't understand why I'm not fulfilled. I had gone through this process of doing all these things, going to college and I got that corporate job and I was doing quote unquote, everything right but I was in a place where I just felt so incredibly unfulfilled. And I felt like I just kept was hitting wall after wall after wall. And so um, she literally looked across from her salad over at me and was like, girl, you got to start your own business. And it was very interesting because I always felt like, oh, well, I could never, I don't I don't know how I would do that. I'm not interested in having a brick and mortar business where I have like a corner store because I'm in the process of building out the rest of that checklist. And so I actually started my first online business. Um, it was called Blank Slate Media Consulting. And I was doing web design social media and um, all based off of Craigslist ads. So I would respond to Craigslist ads for websites and social media stuff. And I'd be like, all right, cool, let's do it. And I, I'm so glad nothing bad happened to me after responding to no less than probably 50 ads, um, some in person. But that was just the start. That was just that first groundbreaking, first baby step into starting my business And so while I kind of was figuring out this whole business thing, I was also in the process of building my personal life as well, too. And so at that time, I was in a relationship. Um, We went through the process of getting married. We ended up custom building a home. We ended up having a little baby. And all through this process, I was growing and just growing and growing and growing this business, falling flat on my face until I really got to a point where I was just on a constant roller coaster. So up until this, we were checking all the boxes. I was trying so hard to just believe that as long as I checked all the boxes and did everything right, according to society, I would end up happy at the end of that. And so as I was literally juggling my newborn baby, I... Only had a one-day maternity leave. Uh, I had gone through the process of going fully into this business, but not enough that I could actually take a maternity leave. So, had my baby on a Friday and back, or on a Thursday. Took off Friday and back on Monday. I was back to work. Like there was nothing, nothing crazy happening there. And so, as I went through that, I remember just being so incredibly unfulfilled and exhausted all over again. And it seemed like it was just a cycle of trying to figure out what is it exactly keeping me stuck in this situation where I'm just constantly not feeling it, it being like secure, feeling good enough, feeling happy, feeling like you've made it. All of these feelings that a lot of times are just shared in the online space. So Once you hit this certain revenue goal, you're going to feel amazing. Once you do this, you're going to feel great. Once you have so many clients, it's going to look like this. And it didn't look like any of that for me. And I always thought there was something wrong with me in that equation as to why I wasn't able to do that. And in reality, it was actually just an entirely different situation that then had to unvelop and unfold over the course of over more like three years, essentially, for me then to be able to figure out what it exactly was.
1: Wow. I mean, you've hit so many points and so many drops in the bucket of what we can resonate with and i really want to go into that feeling that you had when it came to feeling that unfulfilled and feeling like they're saying it's going to be amazing once i hit here but i've hit here and i don't feel that way or once i get these many clients so how did you go do the inner work right and i know that you're in a much better place right now and, and feeling more fulfilled so so take us through the story of how you overcame. Are you still in that relationship? And what was that process? Because you had the home. You said you had it. So now, now where are you?
0: Yeah. So all of that is now completely past tense. And, you know, what's very interesting is over that time period of having my little dude, I ended up walking away from a failed business partnership I ended up having my best friend of three years walk away from our friendship, and I had all of these pieces come into play while I was in that process of doing an immense amount of therapy. And so I was in therapy, and I was like, okay, I'm being told that I'm the problem here, and I feel like I might be the problem, like the whole Taylor Swift song vibe, but I don't know what the problem is, and I'm not trying to be blind here. Be my mirror, reflect back to me. What's going on? Let's fix it. I want to fix myself. And it was very interesting. That's awesome. I'm
1: sorry. I said, that's awesome because we sometimes don't get to that point. We want to hide, right? We don't want to see what is it? What's going on? How can I confront this so I can overcome this? So that's amazing. So continue, continue. I had to just give
0: you props. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. But that's because I was hiding my entire life behind it all. So what was really actually happening is. I, I truly did feel like I was the problem because, in the back end of everything that I just shared with you, I was also married to somebody who was continually unfaithful to me. So, in the span of our almost five years of being married, he had been unfaithful to me no less than 12 times that he's admitted. And so, I was on this constant roller coaster of being gaslit and manipulated and abused and all of these things while also going to therapy saying, I'm the problem. Please tell me how to fix myself, only to come to this last resort of a call where I I went through no less than three therapists during that time because I literally got to an end point of like, you got to figure out what you're choosing here, girl. Like you're either going to choose to stay in this situation, be on this constant roller coaster trying to figure out why your business isn't going to be Successful because you're constantly being thrown around in a constant haze of manipulation. On the other side, it's, you either leave and try to figure it out with a new baby and having your entire paradigm of what you thought life could be successful at and having to walk away from it all. And so I came to that point three times and I was like, I just, I don't know, I can't choose. And so I continued to stay. In that situation because i really couldn't choose I, I really felt like i couldn't choose and and- you know what? you're
1: not the only one you're not the only one you know a lot of women just stay in these horrific relationships because they feel like they don't have any other option they don't yeah. know how they can even separate especially
0: with a little one oh my gosh I didn't feel like I could do it. I honestly didn't know my business was doing okay, but I was constantly told that I wasn't making enough money. So I was also going through a lot of financial abuse where money was just being taken out of my business account. I'd have no idea until I would go log in and pay a bill for my business and I want to have enough money to even pay it. And so I was constantly being told that I wasn't enough. I couldn't do things good enough. Um, Like a whole paradigm around cooking and cleaning and just all of these things that just literally deconstructed me down to just this literally a shell of a person where I felt so incredibly insecure of my own abilities to be a good wife and mother all the way down to my core. And so, you know, I had so many people in the online space because I was completely isolated. I was in the middle of nowhere, three and a half hours away from my parents. And I had amazing people in the online space reach out to me and a few people did crack through that shell of this like this whole perspective of like, no, life is fine. I'm doing great, life is perfect because I have such a bubbly personality that it was masked because and, like on the inside I was literally like absolutely hating every moment of my existence. It wasn't because I was hating my business or what I was creating for my clients or anything like that. It was just all this extra garbage, literally in the background that I was shoving down and trying to hide in an attempt to feel the way that other people were telling me that I should be able to feel in a marriage, in a relationship, in a business that was doing well. And so I did walk away from all of it. I, I did. I mean, everything that I just mentioned is a had. Um, I got to a point where it it just was it was it was either or. I was like, i I don't know if I can continue to be in a situation where I'm constantly questioning whether my partner's going to walk out on me or not. And it was just it was just a constant cycle. It was just that constant cycle. And I was like, I can't live in this anymore.' And so I, I did it. I walked away. I asked my parents to come help me. We got a U-Haul and we literally went down one day. And because I had left for a couple of days to go visit my family. We came back down and I loaded up a U-Haul with all my stuff. And I literally left. I never went back to that house. I left pretty much half of my own possessions. And I just was like, I'm done. This is it. Like I'm literally walking away. And that's what I did. And what was his reaction? He was absolutely shocked um in all truthfulness I completely blindsided him um one of the things that I really struggled with was sharing my feelings and sharing how I really felt because there was a lot of deflection that happened when I did and so what would happen is um it's literally like I I I felt the abuse cycle it's probably called something else the terms of therapy but essentially what would happen is we we would be in a honeymoon phase where everything would be great. We'd be in a solid relationship. We would feel really good. It was We'd spend time together. It was just like everything I could dream of and more. It was perfect. And then we would get to a point where things were just like, would get weird. We wouldn't spend as much time together. He would feel distant. Um, he wouldn't spend any time with our son. He would... Go and play video games more than he would hang out with me. And it wasn't like, please hang out with me every 24-7. But it was weird. It was just different. It was off. He was more distant towards me. That was your intuition? Yes, 100%. My intuition, I've learned, is very, very good, which is what has helped me survive through this. Um, And then what would end up happening is I would pick up on that. And then I would find something I would find Tinder messages. I would find Facebook messages. I'd find text messages. I'd find phone calls. I'd find something that would then support why he was distant. And it was always one of our biggest problems was the fact that he consistently was unfaithful consistently. And so we would have a big explosion where I would hold on to that. I would sometimes hold on to that feeling for weeks And I would find out something and I wouldn't say anything because I was so incredibly scared that when I confronted him about it, that something would happen because sometimes he would get very outwardly, verbally abusive towards me. Um, When I would go to share like, Hey, um, I want to talk to you about this. Like, this is what I found. Like, can you please like walk me through or explain why this is something that's continually happening? And then we go back into the honeymoon phase. We'd make up. It'd be fine. He'd promise it never happen again. And we go back into the cycle. And it's literally a cycle that I've adopted in my own life that I'm currently working through therapy now. Is that cycle of like everything being good, everything being okay, to explosion to back around instead of it being like a huge drop life obviously is going to be like this. I never anticipated or expected a perfect marriage, but what my expectation was is that my partner would be faithful to me and actually take our vows seriously. That was my expectation. I don't want to have to eat dinner by myself. It would just be me and our toddler. And it, like, that's how I was every night. I, I, Went through the process. when We went to couples therapy, tracking the time of how much time he spent with me. And it was no less than at least five hours over a span of a week. If that, if that, and that was, that's being very generous. Even when I say that, and that's with him working from home, literally five steps across to his office. That was the reality that I was dealing with. And I walked away and I said, heck no, I, that's not what I deserve. I deserve something completely different. You chose you, you chose you,
1: you chose your health. You chose your happiness because what I find when it comes to relationships and and it comes as women Mm -hmm. sometimes instead of putting our identity in what can give us a good foundation we put it in the success of a relationship or the success of something that is outside of ourselves right and when we do that that's why we we stay in the relationship, even though it's horrible because no, it can't be broken. It can't be, this is a reflection of me. I need to make this work. It's because of me. It's I'm the problem. So I got to fix this because it's me. Something is wrong with me. And that that is the wrong way to look at the relationship. (laughs) And and that's why we stay in those. That's what I learned, you know, for myself and I can only speak in my own experience and dealing with, and I know what you mean about that cycle because I had to, figure out my own emotions instead of having that big drop because that's how the relationship was and you kind of get used to I can't feel this good something bad is going to happen I had to recondition my mind and say to myself no, 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 because I would have this fear, this thing. I was like, no, 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 this is excitement. So I'll switch that emotion into, I'm excited for something because something good is going to happen. Something better is going to happen. And that's how I got out of that cycle of like thinking something bad is going to happen and then boom, something, because, you know, I've learned is that we kind of attract things naturally into our lives, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, 100%. And that is definitely something I've been working towards as well, too. When I think about my current patterns and why I'm still recreating those is because that's how I've conditioned yes. myself to be that way. And I really, truly believe that just truly at the end of the day, I just remember being so stuck because like I felt such a deep conviction towards my vows. And I was, I'm never going to yes. go work it out and I remember saying that and that was one of the things he came back to me when we separated he's like you told me you and I was like I know but you also told me this and this and this and this and like this is why all of this has led to this and it's just very interesting because it's so hard and even still today I struggle with this because I always looked up to people um specifically women in the online space who are married and I was like, oh my gosh, well, they're married and they're saying it's because of their spouse that they're doing the thing. So I need to, we need to have that. And I think the biggest thing is like, so often we try to make a shoe fit that just doesn't fit. You know, yeah. it's like trying to open a door when in reality, that door needs to stay shut and you need to walk across the hall and open the next one. And that's you know going to your thing.
1: Well, my mom says, and I love this one is... When God closes a door, he opens a window. (laughs) Ah, Yeah, seriously. You you have to get out of there in any way that you can. So I'm so proud of you, Ashley, because I've spoken with with so many women that are in abusive relationship, and it's kind of hard to let them know that they deserve better and why are they staying there. And sometimes one of the things that I tell a friend what would you tell your own kid if they were in that same situation and usually the advice is a lot different than what they do because kids are not honestly going to follow what you say they're going to follow more what you do so you have to be that chain breaker that giant slayer so your kids don't have to slay the giant right so you're gonna have to say okay if my daughter or if my son was going into this type of relationship or this type of situation What would I tell them to do in that situation? And why don't I do the same thing? Why am I not taking my own
0: advice? Right? (laughs) Seriously, though. Very interesting because for me, I was in denial for so long. You know, I had people plug into me and say all the time, they were like, Ashley, you deserve better. And you like, you deserve so much more. You deserve to be happy and all these things. And I know how. Especially if you're somebody in this spot, how hard it is to maybe receive those words because you're just like, but I really want to make this thing work. And I totally get that. I totally get that. And so just know that you're going to know when it's time. Like you're going to, like the decision's going to come to you. Like you'll, you'll know. And oh, I yeah. think the biggest thing is definitely trusting your intuition and leaning into that. Because if you would have told me, like, if you would have told me back then, Like when I was in the thick of it, like in one of the worst spots where I was literally contemplating whether or not I needed to continue my life or not, because I just felt like, what's the point? Like, what is the point of like trying to continue on? I, I I never would have believed that I would be in the spot where I'm at today at all. Like, I never would have put this on my vision board. This is not something I asked for, but it's so much more than what I could have ever dreamt of back then. And so just be open to the possibility and be open to the feedback that other people have to share. And if you're somebody who knows somebody in this situation, let them come to you. Sharing, like if somebody would have told me a lot of the things that I know now, like he's this and this, this is what this is, I would have defended him to his death in that current spot and so just making sure that you know you're allowing them to come to you and like being able to share like just enough to kind of give them one step closer or one piece of awareness is going to do so much more for your loved one or friend than just like giving them the whole turkey dinner and being like here's your entire life in reflection of therapy sometimes it can just be overwhelming and a lot especially when they're in fight or flight so i just wanted to share that as well too i don't know if like you would resonate or agree or have anything else to add, like being in a similar situation? Well, yeah. So for me, mine was a physical abuse. So
1: he knew what he was doing. He do, he wouldn't do nothing to my face, but my body was a different story. And it would be like this, I'll never do it again to, you know, me believing, I mean, tears, all of that, you know, and me wanting to leave out many times wanting to, I deserve better than this, you know, all of mm-hmm. that. And but those vows, I'm you know, saying they are powerful. And I felt like if to get away from that situation, I'm breaking something, because for me, where in the Bible, it says some you know, because yours was infidel- you know what, what is adultery. And you know and, yeah. and, and for me, basing on things in the Bible, it was if they if they uh, do adultery, should you have every right to leave because that's what the Bible says, um that you have a right to leave. For my case, it was physical abuse. And I'm like, there's no adultery here. So how do, you know, I want to leave and and all of that, and all of that jazz. And I just didn't know how, but one day, and I mean, it was bad. It was, I'm not going to go into the details of it. It was really bad. And one day I remember, I'm so thankful that people spoke into my life that were in the same, I really feel it was God that brought people into my life that spoke. I remember this one woman. The first time I bought a Bible because I spoke with her, she was a Christian. She went through an abusive relationship and she said she woke up in the hospital and that's when she decided to leave the person. Right. And she told me her story. And then I remember we were in Walmart one day and I was, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buy a Bible. Cause she's a Christian. She's telling me her life and she's telling me how God, and this is why it's so important to just share your story and to, because you never know if you'll resonate, you never know who you will help. And I'm so thankful that God just placed these people that were real Christians. I'm saying not like beating your over the head with religion, but people that were really full of love, um, just letting you decide the decision and just saying, this is what happened to me. This is what I did. And she didn't even tell me what to do. She was like, you just deserve better than that. You know, she didn't even tell me to leave. She didn't even say none of that. And I bought it and I then... Couple of years later, I was in there for for like three years. A couple of years later, I remember just having this feeling and just knowing, like Linda, you're not going to wake up in the hospital. You're going to wake up dead. <laughs> that was like, this overwhelming feeling. This man was going to take my life. That's how bad it was. And so I, I, I left. I hit the street. I went out and I prayed. And then the next day, my dad came and got me. And that's how I left. Um, because if it was for me making the own decision, I didn't ask my dad to come, but because I, I didn't come home, right? And my, my family was, thank God, my family was always checking up on me. When my family really cares about me. I'm so thankful for my family. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. it was because I know God moved my dad's heart to get me and he did. I mean, and we, he was living in another state and he drove all the way to the other states and got me. But When your intuition tells you something, you know, the healing happened after that. You know what I'm saying? It was just a struggle to heal from that. It was ridiculous. It took me a long time. And I felt like such a failure. I felt like, what am I going to do with my life? Who am I? You know, like I felt so broken and it was very hard to get up from that.
0: (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) oh my god oh the tears I deeply resonate I so deeply resonate and I'm so incredibly thankful for my family as well too because I adopted their belief of it's gonna be fine like whatever you figure out it's gonna be fine and that's one of the things I talk about a lot when I'm talking about with other people is trusting your intuition your intuition is there for a reason, what, whatever you believe in, I personally believe in God as well too. And it's like, God told me, girl, get out. Like there yes. is something so much bigger for you, like so much better. And, um, the chill, one of the, resources- chill. Woo, the goosebumps. One of the resources that I want to plug that was very incredibly helpful that is going to go along with you. Um, I had very similar people in my life as well. Plug into me. And never once were they like, you need to leave, pointing the finger. I came to them and I said, I want to leave. How do, how do I do this? What What does this look like? What's the first step? And a lot, most, and all of them told me to go home. They're just go home, go be with your family. You'll figure it out. And true, I did. Um, but one of the resources was very, very helpful for me is a Facebook group. Um, it's called, should I stay or should I go? Um, I believe her name is Kate Anthony. That group was one of the best groups that I was part of that really helped me gain clarity. Um, I was reading other women's stories, reading other other things in their world. Like it just gave me so much more clarity on things. Um, and I remember specifically uh, like describing my situation. I was like, what is this? What is it about him that creates this scenario for us every single quarter? And somebody sent me a video about life with a narcissist. And I watched that video on YouTube. It was really late one night. I had my toddler next to me. He was like dead asleep. And um, I just remember some random human on YouTube describing my everyday life. And in that moment, I never felt so incredibly seen for what I was going through because I couldn't explain it I literally couldn't it's hard yeah how do you explain being with someone
1: that's mistreating you you know what I'm saying what's going on but you don't know why it's going on the way it is and the ups and downs so yeah I, I yes
0: Yeah. And so very much like you, I had to go through this huge identity shift and this healing. I I told my therapist, I'm probably going to be in therapy the rest of my life, but in a joke kind of way, because there's just so much. You start to heal from one thing and it's like, here's another thing. Here's something else that comes up for you. And it's just a process of reshaping your entire brain, your identity, the things that you're used to, and just recreating something better for yourself in that process. Amen. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So people, if you're going through,
1: um, a very difficult situation, if you're listening to this podcast, um, and maybe you don't have a family to go through, um, to go to, or maybe you have a good friend, but sometimes they do take you away from people. When you're in those, they take you away from your family. They take you away from your friends, everybody, you know, they don't trust anybody. They're fighting with you. If you're even talking to someone slightly or smiling at someone sometimes, so if you're in a difficult situation, get into a Facebook group. There's people that actually devote their lives to helping people. There's people like I've seen angels in <laughs> in flesh that are on earth <laughs> that help people have a better life. So please reach out, get help, whether you want to stay or not. And one of the one of the things that I like to give advice when someone's going through a difficult thing in their relationship is like, separate that doesn't mean you're going through a divorce That doesn't mean you're going to divorce just separate because sometimes you need space to think without them having a chance to flip the situation and then you get into that emotional thing in the honeymoon stage that honey that whole like everything is great they're gonna change you think they're gonna change omg you know yeah so you need that oh, space to break the cycle you need the space to break the cycle and they're either gonna change And man up, or you're going to change and decide if you're going to stay or not stay. But you need a break. Be brave enough to separate. That's what I say to my friends if they're going through something difficult. What do you say, Ashley?
0: Oh my gosh, 100%. Separation was definitely the best thing for me um, because of the constant haze that I was in. to give you perspective, I was literally Googling and asking, Google, is this normal in a relationship? why doesn't my husband do this? Or why why doesn't my husband want to eat dinner with me? Why would he rather play videos than eat dinner with me and spend time with me? And so it's just very interesting how much space can give you perspective. And sometimes it doesn't hold all of the answers. I didn't know what house I was going to buy next. I didn't know if Nick would go to school. So many other things, but sometimes it's just giving you that one other step of clarity of if i go back and this is even what i would say even for myself if i if i were to ever and i won't but if i were to have ever gone back and not gotten divorced but what is my boundary what am i holding to of listen if this happens again and being very crystal clear on what it is and it happens this is it like we're both on the same page you know what my expectation is And being a lot more clear and standing in my power. Because that's the thing I didn't do because I was so incredibly afraid of him that I never actually stood in that. And so if that's something that you're thinking about, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to stand in your power. And separation is going to give you that. And another thing is love yourself. Love
1: starts with you. If you do not love yourself, how can you love this other person? You think it's love, but maybe it's not. I mean- One of the worst things though, I remember I was telling someone, I told them what I was going through and some details and they were like, you're an enabler. That was one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life. Like I was the fault for this person being the way that they are. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm so sorry. They're the way they are because of them, not because of me. There's nothing in me. And by God's grace, thank you, Jesus. I have an amazing husband, you know, so I left that relationship got married to an amazing man, told him everything. When we first made the decision to live together, I was like, this is what happened to me. We both made the decision to follow Christ in our marriage, in our life, in our relationship. And let me tell you, relationships are hard. So even if you have the best relationship, they're still hard, but it is 100% from him, 100% from me. It's so amazing. And so if you just know that there is light at the end of the tunnel that you can be in an amazing relationship even if you even if you have the experience of having a bad relationship there's nothing wrong with you it is not your fault there's nothing wrong with you but you just need to start loving you start what makes me happy right what you know what do i need and start filling your cups so you can fill other people's cups
0: Yeah, and it also goes right back into confidence as well too. Going through that, like my confidence and even just like my ability to make decisions was completely shattered. Like cups off the table, glass everywhere. I could not make a decision to save my life because I was always, is this the right one? What if I mess up? What if the whole thing? Oh yeah. And then the confidence of being able to stand in your power and say what it is that you want to say. And then also the self-love it's a continual process of work. It doesn't come overnight. It's not like you take one pill and you're there, but it is so incredibly rewarding at the end of it.
1: It really is. And it's a journey of self-discovery, you know, going into, especially entrepreneurship, you start saying that, wow, you know, there are certain strongholds that I have. There's certain mental blocks that I have, but it's one of the, one of the best decisions for me that I've made with entrepreneurship because I don't feel like a failure anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel, you know, I now can make confident decisions. Before I was very scared of decisions. I remember I had opportunities that I turned down because of my lack of confidence in making right decisions because, man, I've made all these other decisions that led to poor experiences. How can I make good decisions, right? And, and, and that is yeah. instance. Okay, Ashley, so, so now you're at your mom's house, you're at your parents' house,
0: what happened? What yeah. happened next? Oh gosh. Okay. So basically, my Zoom background for six months was just boxes. And we just worked on trying to figure it out, just trying to figure it out. And, um, you know, there were some months that I really, really struggled. And you know, within that, I had the opportunity to struggle because my parents really helped me out during that time. You just have to survive, just, focus on figuring out what's going to be best for you and Nick and during that time I was still heavily in therapy as well too and so over six months I was still in this debate period of how do I actually get him to understand that this is over so I left in October it wasn't until March that got through to him I was never going back to the house we were done and then in March the house got sold. And so then that turned into the process of me looking for a new house because my mom's like, you need to get out of my basement. There's too many people in here because there's eight, nine people living in one house together between all of my siblings. And then now me and Nick and a furry friend. And so during that time, I just continually focused on, again, lots of therapy, lots of reflection, lots of alone time, lots of space, and really just educating myself. That was the biggest thing. What was I actually living in? What was I really dealing with? Because for me, I love researching things, but also too, like it helps me better understand and make better decisions on why I'm choosing to leave because I'm like, oh, okay. He constantly does this. I feel this way because of that. I don't like that feeling. And so that's just not for me. And so continually processed, continually growing. I ended up taking a CEO role in another company. So I was running my business and somebody else's business all at the same time. And I still do to this day. Um, I do both. And within that, I just full flesh just did the things. Um, started to understand my son better, ended up getting a diagnosis for him that really solved a lot of our questions around him and why he is so special and why he is the way he is and why he's so cute and enough all at the same time. And just being able to just slowly rebuild like block by block all of that garbage and trash and letting go of it all and so I ended up buying the house that I'm currently in um in April and I went through basically this huge thing of literally purging all the stuff I ended up just saying hey once I'm in this house I don't want any memory I don't want anything that was from that past house so the majority of our stuff. Like, I'm sorry I said congratulations big deal wow. yeah. big moves yeah it was so huge it's so huge and it just started as that building block of what is possible for me and I started to go through this process of rewriting all of these stories around not having enough money being able to pay my bills every single month and not stress or having to live off of credit cards being able to go into my bank account and it still be the same amount when I left it yesterday unless I made a transaction kind of thing just those little things where I can take care of my kiddo and now you know my life i'm i have full custody over my 4 year old um i have him basically all all the days in the month 28 days out of the month minus 2 when he's over for one weekend and that's it we just do life together and it's just been such an amazing experience watching him grow and thrive from a shy little clammed up boy who just like was super nervous and just like oh I just don't know because I was constantly crying and stressed out and just like all over the place to now us being able to like sit by the fireplace and not have to worry about anybody else coming in and ruining that piece of moment for us.
1: Well, Ashley, I can only imagine like all of the stuff that you've gone through, you know, like congratulations on just, just being amazing and incredible. And, you know, you're an amazing mom, business owner, woman, you know, so thank you so much for like sharing your story. Uh, We were going to go more into email marketing, (laughs) but I felt like. So many women are going through similar situations that we have gone through that are just silent. And I think like this can help. Like, if you know someone, like send them this episode, you know, if they need any encouragement, like, hey, life does get better. And like maybe you just need to separate and just to see where it is you're going to, you're both going to go. Cause you don't, you can go back, you know, if you want to. Like, the decision is yours. Like, people can change. I really believe that people can change. But I really believe when we, like for for instance, the thing that has kept my relationship right now with my, with my husband and has made it amazing. One, it was God that brought us together because I I fell in love for the first time in my life with my husband, Franklin. And um, knowing that he did, he we decided to follow Christ. And the thing about it is you're gonna fight. They're gonna be, you're gonna, you're going to have this agreement, you're going to have all that. But when you have kind of like, um, that you're not, it's not, it's like, you have this greater need to, to represent God and, you know, in the relationship, then both of you can represent God in the relationship instead of you saying, oh, that person did this to me, you know, like, we disagreed on this, oh my gosh, you know, blah, 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 and make it about just, you know, what's going to keep you guys together? You know what I'm saying? For us, it keeps us together is like, we show each other forgiveness and kindness and gentleness and all of those fruits of the spirit. And so it's just a lot easier. Like if we do have a discussion to come right back and discuss in very calm ways, you know, and my daughter,
0: <laughs> she's with me. Yeah. And I really, truly feel really comes back to that. And so I am a hundred percent, as I tell people, listen, I am a hundred percent team marriage over here, please. But I really do feel like women and even men as well too. Everybody just needs to be in healthy relationships that allow you to thrive and not tear you down in that process because it is becoming all way too common. And I just, I can't support that. I can't support that part.
1: One of the things that I learned And stepping away from that abusive relationship was, that wasn't love. And I made this promise to myself. I'd rather be completely by myself than be around someone that doesn't love me. I'd rather just be completely alone. Because I write, you know how that saying, I can do bad all by myself.
0: Seriously, you know, it's so interesting because I, um, very much so felt the same way so much. And I was just, okay, if this is it, and that was the exact thought. And then that's when I decided to leave. I was like, if this is what marriage is, if this is what love is, if this is what it's going to look like, I got married really young. I'm 27 right now. If that's what this looks like for the next 40, 50 years, I'm out. I can't do that. Cause it was once a quarter being literally beaten down, shredded to the shell And then being able to do that over the course of 50 years. (laughs) And that's literally the thought that I was just, it's either got to be something better or I'm good. It's just going to be me and my boo, my little nicknick, literally until the end, because I'm just, I'm not going to settle for anything less at this point. So Ashley, I totally
1: want to invite you back to this show that we can talk about email marketing because that is your specialty. And we are monetizing mompreneurs, but we're moms and, you know, we do, we do what we can do. And I really love this episode, to be honest with you. So Ashley, where can people find you?
0: You can find me over on Instagram. That's my favorite place to hang out. It is at Ashley K DeLuca. So A-S-H-L-E-Y, the letter K and then d-e-l-u-c-a um yeah that's the best place to find me come hang out come stop my stories all the fun stuff um and we can hang out there
1: thank you so much for tuning in if you have a chance stop by the website at lindamendable.com sign up for the blog cure which is an awesome awesome course that I created that will help you set up your blog or take your blog to the next level and join us over at Monetizing Mompreneurs Facebook group. I just want to say again, thank you for listening.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.